Jeweler Radio Plus presents Jeweler Innovations Unlocked. Omiparazole is a common medication used to treat certain heart and esophagus problems by reducing acid in the stomach. But perhaps good treatment option for indigestion may already be in your spice rack, turmeric. Turmeric is a flowering plant in the ginger family, Zinji Baracea. The plants are harvested for their rhizomes and some for consumption. The rhizomes are used fresh or boiled in water and dried, after which they are ground into a deep orange-yellow powder commonly used as a coloring and flavoring agent in many Asian cuisines, especially for curries as well as for dyeing characteristics imparted by the principal turmeric constituent. Curcumin, a bright yellow chemical produced by the turmeric plant, is approved as a prude additive by the World Health Organization, the European Parliament, and the United States Food and Drug Administration. In mid-2023, a study was published saying Thai researchers suggest that turmeric, which contains the compound curcumin, could be as efficient as omiparazole when it comes to curing dyspepsia or indigestion. Researchers found no significant differences in the symptoms of the groups taking omiparazole, turmeric, or the combination of the two of over 150 people who participated in the research. Today, Jula Innovations Unlocked talks to Associate Professor Dr. Krit Pompirun from the Department of Preventive and Social Medicine, Jualongkorn University, one of the researchers about how local herbs and local wisdom is as beneficial as the Western remedy. Dr. Krit, thank you so much for your time and welcome to the program. My first question is, what are the main causes of dyspepsia? Oh, there are several causes. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe from the people's behavior. Okay. Maybe someone consumed too much of uh, like sour or spicy food. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe alcohol drink. Ah. That's a very common. Okay. And maybe some stress. Oh. Yeah, that can cre uh, create more too much acid production. Ah. Uh, how much is too much acid? Uh, it's clear, unclearly defined, mm. okay. but it depends on individuals mm -hmm. and also the individual threshold right? ah. yeah, before he or she can feel it. Okay. Now, now, what is the worst thing that could happen if left untreated? For the dyspepsia, mm -hmm. uh, some, for some people, it turns into uh, real ulcers Wow. and maybe some bleeding. Uh -huh. That can be life-threatening as well. Right, so you're saying if left untreated, death could be a consequence. Uh, you can say so, Cap. What is the common practice of doctors when they um, encounter patients with extreme stomach aches? Usually we, we base on the symptoms mm -hmm. description by the patients and also uh, some physical examinations. Okay. And without a specific investigation in the first place. Okay. And usually we try first with some uh, conventional uh, drugs mm. like uh, omeprazole okay. or anti-acids and so uh, usually uh, we rely on the, the history mm -hmm. and the symptoms and uh, some physical examination right. without specific uh, investigations uh -huh. and we prescribe 
some group of medicines, for example, the anti-acids okay. or uh, proton pump inhibitor and maybe some other uh, substances. Mm -hmm. These drugs are usually available uh, over the counter okay. at local pharmacy stores. Uh, and then we reassess if the conditions improve mm -hmm. or not. Uh, and usually it should be resolved in four to eight weeks. Weeks we're talking? Four to eight weeks, that's oh. one or two months. Ah, I see. Now, how did turmeric step in when it comes to curing symptoms of dyspepsia? So turmeric is a local wisdom mm -hmm. and it can help reduce uh, inflammation mm -hmm. and reduce some acids okay. and release some gas. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, come to play a role in the Thai context mm -hmm. uh, when we don't want to reduce the acid too much. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. and usually in conventional medicine uh, practice, we use a proton pump inhibitor ah. and some people consume that uh, maybe too long mm -hmm. duration okay. and reducing too much acid doesn't mean it's good. Right, either. so what, once your, your stomach becomes what, alkaline, is it? Yeah, uh, so that's acidic versus alkaline. Right, right. Yeah. So if it's too acidic, it's not good, but if it becomes alkaline, that's not good as well. Correct, mm -hmm. and uh, now we have uh, known more about the bacteria uh -huh. the good and the bad bacteria right. in your body mm -hmm. and sometimes the acid is useful okay because uh, some bad bacteria cannot uh -huh. get through the acid conditions okay okay so local wisdom we know that uh, turmeric helps with inflammation what did your research find so we try to uh, compare whether the turmeric and uh, conventional drugs mm -hmm. uh, like omeprazole okay. this is the one kind of drug in under the proton pump inhibitor group okay uh, which has been commonly used uh, in conventional medicine okay so we try to compare whether it's comparable mm -hmm. in terms of efficacy or not and the results uh, it's quite promising it's mm. quite comparable mm -hmm. so we conduct a clinical human uh, trial okay so we have the participants uh, consume um, blindly okay the turmeric capsule mm -hmm. uh, compared with the omeprazole uh, capsule okay and then we we measure the symptoms mm -hmm. improvement okay so the the score that we use is called severity of uh, dyspepsia uh, assessment okay. uh, shortened to uh, soda. Soda. Yeah, soda <laughs> measurement. So oh. we, we calculate the soda score mm -hmm. before versus after uh, across the, the, the groups. I see. And we found it's comparable to mm. omeprazole. Ah. And before that, we have to make sure that the participant didn't, did not have uh, the severe form or the pathological dyspepsia. Okay. You know, that we focus on the functional dyspepsia, not pathological dyspepsia. Right. So what are the differences between the uh, two types? So for, for pathological dyspepsia, maybe the person have ulcers, mm. maybe some already bleeding yeah. in the stomach. Okay. So we, we need to do the gastroscope. Okay. Uh, to visualize, to make sure that the participant have only the functional dyspepsia, okay. not the pathological ones. Right, the functional is like just for that period of time? Yes, mm. so we don't see the real uh, ulcer, mm -hmm. but maybe some abnormalities 
in the environment okay. of the acids of right. the bacteria in, in the stomach. Right. Okay. And the turmeric that's applied is put into this capsule. Uh, yes. So this is like one example of the uh, product that is kind of called uh, a crude extracts. Crude extract. So this is not like, like a Western kind of uh, chemical extract. Mm -hmm. So this is like a crude one. Right. So how did the patients react knowing that you know this disease, this this pain, could be cured by using um, local wisdom? Uh, so I would not say it's a cure because mm. this dyspepsia is like functional, so it can just come and go oh, okay. throughout the lifetime. Mm -hmm. And as I mentioned earlier, stress can be one reason for having the dyspepsia. Okay. So this is like a symptom relief mm -hmm. kind of uh, approach. I see. So it's not like a cancer cure mm -hmm. or something like that. Right. Now since turmeric is, is pretty much herbal, is there such a thing as overdose when it comes to herbal medicine? Yeah, everything that you, if you consume too much, mm. that would not be good at, at anyway. Right. Uh, okay. Can can the uh, this turmeric pill be used with conventional medicine side by side, or you should have to like choose only one way or the other? Uh, it depends on the uh, the purpose mm -hmm. and also the patient's condition, especially if the patient already taken some uh, conventional medicine for their chronic diseases. Mm -hmm. So we should have to make sure that the uh, the patient and the, the responsible doctors mm -hmm. uh, discuss and agree upon the use of this. Right. Dr. Crit suggested that consumers should be aware of side effects of curcumin extracts such as allergy and bleeding risk, especially for those who take anti-collagent or anti-pellet medications. Experts suggest that upon taking curcumin extracts, patients already consuming pills must always consult with physicians to make sure turmeric doesn't interact poorly with any of the other medications they are on. However, Dr. Grit added that curcumin and turmeric is generally considered safe when consumed in the amounts typically found in food. Typically, turmeric spices contain around 3% curcumin. So uh, if we do not yet have access to the, um, I would say, condensed turmeric that you have in your hand, can we just go with fresh turmeric or you know what we find in the supermarket? Yeah, so that's a food uh, approach. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's always fine. Yes. Right, but we have to like consume pretty much in order to get that amount. For the treatment effect. Mm. Okay, so so how much would you reckon or it depends um, on the individual? i rather not comment on, on okay. that. <laughs> okay. And what do gastroenterologists have to say about this approach? So actually this uh, clinical trial has been done uh, by uh, Professor Dr. Prudum Chai. Mm -hmm. uh, he's uh, one of the ga best gastroenterologists in Thailand. Okay. And this study actually uh, collaborative work uh, across medi many medical schools. Mm -hmm. So the gastroenterologist is a kind of a specialist. Okay. So usually this condition has been managed by general practitioner. Mm. But for some cases, we have to consult with right. the gastroenterologist, ah. especially when the patient did not respond in an anticipated time frame. Okay. Any side effects so far? Uh, burping. Burping. Yes. So, and but far, this is farting minor. as well. Yeah, for farting and burping. Mm -hmm. So they, we release the gas okay. like uh, upward and downward. Okay. Uh, what is your next step of uh, research and development in this? 
So for this one, because the turmeric is already in the national list of herbal medicine, okay. so this is like a retrospective way of conducting evidence mm. to support the already exist in the list of Thai herbal medicine. Oh, okay. And I think uh, the next step is to find the most efficient use of resource at the national level. Ah. But because you know that people can grow turmeric everywhere, yeah. mm -hmm. and, but the quality of the turmeric actually depends oh, okay. on how you grow it, the soil that, that you use, mm -hmm. so the, the amount of uh, curcuminoid ah. that contained in the turmeric itself. Okay. And at, 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 at the end, we want to think about how to utilize this evidence from mm. the research okay. to support commercialization. Ah, so you, are you saying that there are a variety of turmerics out there? Yes. Right, and, yes. and this one in particular is like just one particular type? So this research did not specify the specific uh, root okay. of the, of the turmeric mm -hmm. sources. Mm -hmm. So uh, this can be like a generic uh, benefit okay. of any uh, kind of turmeric. Mm -hmm. But I think we can make it uh, the next step like to maybe differentiate mm. uh, across the varieties of turmeric in the, in that that we have. Right. So what, once we could uh, produce this in a mass scale, when it compares to the value for money, comparing what you have in your hand with the um, Western approach, this one may be a bit cheaper, I assume. Um, it it may not be that case mm. because you know that. Producing herbal medicine is actually relatively higher cost. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. You you need to find a good uh, source of herbs. Okay. Right, and then you you because the economy of scale is not that big ah. for the moment. Okay. So it cannot compete with the Western drug at mm. the at this point. Okay. But if we think of it on the from the other side, we can make it uh, like a household approach mm. so actually i believe that mm. we don't need to produce a capsule okay we just try to uh, educate or try to provide more information how to how individual can make this mm. at the household level or maybe consume this on a daily meal in a daily meal uh, maybe maybe, maybe. Yeah. so this is like uh, lay person kind of uh, use Okay. We, we don't have even to like spend money, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And uh, that's it. That's pretty much it. Okay. Wow. Turmeric is one of the key ingredients in many Asian dishes, imparting a mustard-like, earthy aroma and pungent, slightly bitter flavor to foods. It is used mostly in savory dishes, but also is used in some sweet dishes. Most turmeric is used in the form of rhizome powder to impart a golden yellow color. It is used in many products such as canned beverages, baked products, dairy products, ice cream, yogurt, yellow cakes, orange juice, biscuits, popcorn, cereals, and sauces. In Thailand, fresh turmeric rhizomes are used widely in many dishes, in particular in the southern Thai cuisine such as yellow curry and turmeric soup. For generations and generations, turmeric is used as a herbal medicine for rheumatoid arthritis, chronic anterior uveitis, conjunctivitis, skin cancer, smallpox, chickenpox, wound healing, 
urinary tract infections, and liver ailments. And now, with scientific evidence, turmeric, which contains the compound curcumin, can be as efficient as omeprazole when it comes to curing dyspepsia or indigestion. In the overall picture, modern medicine doesn't seem to empathize the application or use of herbal and traditional medicine remedies. Why is that so? Uh, that's partly correct. Mm -hmm. uh, so modern medicine usually want to focus on something uh, easy to touch. Right. So that's, for example, extracts. Mm. So when they look at the herbs, that's the plants. Right. So they try to extract some active ingredients mm -hmm. and try to prove it uh, using the measurable outcomes. Whereas the traditional medicine mm -hmm. try to look at the big picture right. and try to come up with the personalized recipes mm -hmm. uh, that come from several herbs that match the needs of individuals. Right. Now, should we like go both ways or will they kind of clash when it comes to curing a certain disease? I think we can harmonize uh, both of them quite nicely. Mm -hmm. and the traditional medicine can complement mm -hmm. uh, whatever the conventional medicine has been trying to do. Right, but of course with um, experts' advice on the matter. Yeah, usually, especially in that high context, we have uh, conventional medicine doctors and specialists right. who is uh, at responsible physicians mm. and then the traditional medicine supports. If we believe that prevention is better than cure, Dr. Great, what would be the uh, best approach towards living a life which prevents dyspepsia from occurring in the first place? So I think my, the, the main key point is the, the term moderate. Moderate. Yeah, so we should have the moderate uh, consumption. Mm -hmm. And like one of the common cause for the dyspepsia is uh, the stress and the alcohol. Mm. So it's fine to have stress. Okay. And stress makes productivity. It stimulates you. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. But if you don't have stress, you may be you may feel lazy ah. or something like that. Okay. But too much stress is not good. Okay. So and it you also produce acids. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, alcohol, actually, like moderate consumption should be okay. Okay. But it's not clear whether what it means by moderate, mm. because each person have a different. Uh, syst systems. Okay. So, uh, two people may have different uh, excretion of the alcohol or alcohol metabolism. Okay. So it depends, right? right. But the some people who already have this uh, dyspepsia, they try to think about how to uh, solve it, huh? what medicine to take it, but by thinking or worrying of the condition actually may make things worse ah. right because when you think about the some condition too much right some people think about cancer ah. and and that's fine okay but we need to get the evidence to mm. support whether the cancer is related to the conditions or not right but usually it's not that common mm -hmm. okay. so not only do you have to adjust your behavior and what you eat and how much you eat mm -hmm. you also have to kind of preset your mindset mm -hmm. so that it doesn't make things any worse yes Whoa, okay yeah. well congratulations on your success doctor and i wish you the best of luck and uh, looking forward to your success and not only will this uh, help the uh, boost the health of thai people but also perhaps the local economy for agriculturalists as well all right, so good luck and thank you, Gajan. Thank you. Okay.
Tula Innovations Unlocked is produced and presented by Super John Klinsawan. This program is brought to you by Tula Longhorn University. Thank you.